2: This is CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry's a 35-year auto industry veteran who won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, who's in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame and once pushed a Dallas TV news anchor into his swimming pool. Come on! Here they are now on CarPro USA. And we thank you for joining
3: us. This is the Car Pro Show, and we are tickled to death to be with you, giving you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. I'm here to make sure that you do the right thing. It's confusing out there right now. The market is really screwed up, and I've been doing this for a long time, and I have never seen it like it is right now with the combination of things. You know, the the shortages of new cars, which doesn't appear to be getting much better anytime soon. I see some signs, you know, some of it's it. it, And I don't know how the, the purchasing department of a vehicle manufacturer does it. I don't know with this chip thing. I don't know if they're bidding now for who will pay the most for the chips. I know that their cost of the chips is dramatically higher than it was before the chip shortage started, which was on the heels of COVID. So, right now I'm seeing Ford Ford released a lot of new vehicles last week, mostly trucks. And in this market, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and in Texas's, Texas and Oklahoma, both, um, Ford is now saying that if you will order a 2023 now, they'll guarantee delivery of it by October, and they'll let you lock in 2.9% interest. I don't know if that's true in every market, but it's certainly true in Texas. And that's a heck of a deal considering interest rates are going up. So, you know, that, that to me was a really good sign. It tells me two things. One, that they feel like they've got enough chips to finish out 2022. And now they're moving on to 2023. So I think that's good. That's a good sign. Toyota, uh, One of our dealers told us this morning that he was getting a better allocation in August than he did in July, and July was better than June. So that's a good sign. And and so, you know, I'm certainly not ready to say, well, this, you know, this will definitely be over by the end of the year. And when December comes around, you're going to be able to go see a 1,000 cars at a car dealership. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it may be the start of the road to recovery my trusty sidekick kevin mccarthy's here
1: you know you just mentioned a job i hadn't ever thought about that i'm sure i would i would not want no matter how much well i can't say no matter how much it paid but i would not want to be the purchasing manager for a major automotive company,
3: no, right now. you really don't. That's a, I mean,
1: that's got to be the most stressful job in the world.
3: Oh, no doubt, and the the sheer numbers of parts that they buy from a given supplier is staggering. You know, whether it be you know buying a hundred thousand tires at one time to this chip thing, the heated the,
1: seats. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's it's people forget these are assembly plants and a lot of people have the perception that ford makes the whole car which they make very little of it i mean they make the powertrain which is the big thing and they stamp the body parts
1: but everything else everything is else from they got,
3: they got to go out and buy
1: and then they assemble it
3: yeah they put it together it's an assembly plant
1: yeah how about okay. that i'll just give you one quick thing Okay. This bill that Congress just passed to give some tax breaks and incentives for American manufacturers to build a chip plant yep. takes about a year from groundbreaking before one of those comes on.
3: Um, that's aggressive.
1: Yeah, that's, that's if everything goes just perfect.
3: Yes, chip, chip manufacturing plants have to be more sterile than an operating room. Microchips and, and dust. Oh, even well, a
1: speck of dust.
3: Even, yes, even a, a speck that you can't see.
1: Like dandruff from falling <laughs> out of your hair. I well, I mean, they wear those. I, I
3: don't know anything about
1: that. Oh, well, but that's why they wear those hair things. Oh,
3: well, yeah. It's not because they look good. <laughs> Cindy, no, nobody in, looks good in one of those. <laughs> Cindy in Los Angeles, you're a first this hour, and thank you for holding. What can I help you with, Cindy? Are you there?
4: Okay. I
2: am. Oh, Hello.
3: you're Nancy, right? No, I'm
4: Cindy. Oh, you're
3: Cindy. Okay. Well, how can I
4: help you, kiddo? Yes. Yes. Thank well, thank you for taking my call. Hold on, I'm driving. Let me pull over. Okay, I'm good now. Okay. Okay, my, my question is, I have a uh, 2019 uh, XBMW um, X1. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to turn in my lease and purchase it. I went to the Buena Park dealership, and I just kind of walked out because I got mad at them because I didn't like the way I was treated. And I've been going there for about 15 years. But I need to go back and kind of redo it, or if you have a recommendation, to go somewhere else. But my question is, um, my lease is not up until February. I have my tags due in September. So they were saying that they were going to charge me for the tags. I just don't want to get stuck paying twice for the registration tags.
3: Yeah, no, I get that. How does that work? Um, You might as well do it yourself. And then, and then buy the vehicle because you're, what you're looking at is the residual value that's on your contract, plus the yeah. remaining plus the remaining payments. So that sounds like it's going to be yeah. around six payments, plus the tax, title, and license when you buy it. But I think okay. to to avoid confusion, I'd do it yourself in September. You can probably do it in, next month, which is like. Monday. yeah okay go ahead and do it, and then when you get there to fill out the paperwork, then all you need to do is just tell them i've got I've got the the registration handled um you guys don't don't charge me for that I've already got it and, and they should okay. be able to do that without okay. any problem and I think that's your simplest okay. way but i I would okay. do it, I would do it okay. now and and the reason is uh, interest rates are, are on the rise. I mean, if you're going to convert, yeah. if you're going to convert from a lease to a purchase, then I would certainly do it right now while rates are still fairly uh, reasonable. I, you know, somebody with really good credit right now, because even though you're buying your own your own leased car, it's still a used car, and used car rates tend to be higher than new car rates typically. And so, right now, in the environment that we're in, if you can get a 5% loan, you're doing pretty good. But I would check with anybody that you have a relationship with, a bank, a credit union, either one. See what the best rate is and get the dealership to match that or finance it with the bank or credit union. Good luck to you, my friend.
2: You can spend days looking for the right car or just minutes talking to the car pro. At
1: 1-800-926-7777. If you are interested in a tundra, and it seems like, gosh, we get so many calls about tundras.
3: Yeah, especially the new one.
1: In the newsletter this week, Jerry reviewed the 2022 Toyota Tundra TRD Pro Max Hybrid and Amy Plemons our producer did the Toyota Tundra 1794 edition Max Hybrid. Yes. So you can compare the two right there and if you really want to get crazy go to our website at carpro.com and put Capstone in the search box and see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, boy that's a pretty truck.
3: Let's talk to Nancy in Dallas texas and see what we could do for her nancy welcome
0: thank you jerry um i have a 2014 rdx i am getting ready to go to a 2023 palisade and my question is on the rdx we're thinking about trading it in might sell it but do we fix some of the things i need rear shocks um the side mirrors don't work or or seat, memory things, and of crack windshield. Do we fix all of that before we do a trade-in to get better value, or do we just go with the trade-in?
3: How many miles are on that 2014 Lexus? A hundred. I'm sorry, Acura.
0: Oh, Acura, 182,000.
3: No, I would not. Um, It's going to go to the auction and get sold for whatever it'll bring. Uh, I would check with your insurance company and see what your deductible is on the windshield because those can those have gotten real expensive over the past few years and if you if it should be under your comprehensive policy and if you've only got a 50 or a hundred dollar deductible yes I would do that but nothing else okay great you really, answer I appreciate it really just you're really just looking for th- things that enhance the value new shocks do, doesn't i mean if you can't see it it's not going to help you but that windshield that's a big one so i would i would check that it's going to cost even a dealer it's going to cost three to three fifty to put a windshield in a vehicle and that's the one thing they would probably do before they send it to the auction where where do you have you made the deal on the palisade or have you already ordered it
0: So, um, I have been talking to your CarPro USA dealer um, in Dallas, and they haven't been as responsive as I would like. Um, But um, I'm talking to one other one today. So, um, it's between the two who are, you know, who will give me the best deal, but they're ready to start Uh, taking orders, I think.
3: Did you go through my website to contact Freeman? I did. That's really surprising. Sandy is usually just, you know, right on the, johnny on the spot so bear in mind
0: i think part of the problem is is that you know up until now we couldn't even order one but you know they did know as soon as you could order one we were ready to put down a down payment you know to hold one to give them what we wanted and you know that's just come around in the last week but i i just expected a phone call back um i've asked a few questions and not gotten a lot of responsiveness
3: that's that's surprising with her they haven't even been available it really is that's that surprises me very much remember that there they will not charge you over msrp because you listen to the show and most places the market value on them now is averaging around five grand over msrp so you know Bear that in mind. I don't with whoever else you're talking to, uh, and and hopefully hopefully they'll get on the stick. Things things fall through the cracks sometimes, Nancy, and and that's just not characteristic of them. But thanks for letting me know. That helps and uh, lets me let lets me know that maybe we need to have a little chit chat. And they've been with me a long time, and I'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, I hope everything works out. But if you can't fix that windshield for just a little money, do that. that. That'll help you, but don't go any further with it.
0: Great news. Thank you so much. Okay, take it great day.
3: You take care. You too. <laughs> nice lady. Uh, we had one, two, three, four, six recalls this week.
1: Which makes this week different than any other <laughs> week because?
3: Well, uh, actually, I was kind of bragging. I thought... <laughs> I thought that's good news. It goes down. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the good news. Uh, we give you the recalls before you'll get them anywhere else. If you're not a newsletter subscriber, go to com, Click on the newsletter button at the bottom of the page. You'll get a confirmation back. As soon as you say, yep, I want the newsletter, you'll get yesterday's in your inbox, and you can see the two Toyota reviews, mine and Kevin's video that were there, A story about gas engine buyers are happier than electric car buyers. And my How to Resolve Problems at a Dealership
2: article. Okay, so your automotive needs are very specific. So call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777.
3: we go to Hector in Southern California. Hector, what's going on?
1: Hey, Jerry, how are you?
3: I'm good, buddy. What can I help you with?
5: I'm looking to buy a 2023 Honda CRV for my
0: wife. Yeah? And I wanted to get your take on it. I've got, um, I've got, or we have now a 2018 CRV. It's our first RV we've ever owned, and it's it's so far it's been pretty darn good, but I wanted mm-hmm. to just see if you had anything on or, uh, anything on that that you might be well, able to help uh, us out with.
3: They're, they're, I haven't had it for review, and I tend not to remark on vehicles I haven't been able to drive, but we had an article in last week's free weekly newsletter all about the new engine choices and all the changes that were made to the 2023 model. Uh, you can find that on my website, carpro.com. Um, just put CRV sure. up in the search box and hit return, and okay. it will you'll it'll pull it right up. It'll be the top article up there. It looks impressive, and I'm glad to see Honda getting serious about hybrid engines because they've just sort of let Toyota have that market for a lot of years. And they've tried it two or three times, and they haven't been successful with it. They just haven't done a good job with it. But I think this technology, based on the article I had in the newsletter, I think I think they got it this time. And it looks like that's there's going to be several hybrid and non-hybrid engines offered. And then, of course, the rest of the vehicle is all new, too. So I think it's probably a good choice. I can't tell you you know, how it rides or how it drives or how quiet it is until I can get my hands on one. But, you know, if you like CRVs, this new one is likely to be the best one ever.
5: Okay, good. Well, it seems like it's a bigger one, that's for sure, than yeah. the past.
3: And the RAV4's gotten that, bigger.
5: I, this, right.
3: So right. They're, they're they're trying, and right. the I, CRV's the number two selling uh, compact SUV in America right behind the RAV4. And so it, it it tells me that they're they're getting serious about the CRV and they're gonna try to knock off the RAV4. I got th- three good Honda dealers at my website. Click find your car pro dealer.
2: The CarPro knows all and shares all. Call Jerry Reynolds now at CarPro USA. one 800 926 7777
1: This is CarPro, or CarPro Show, I should say. Got to get that CarPro USA thing out of my head. It's take a while. Yeah, it's going to take a little time. So, the gas engine buyers happier than EV owners story in the newsletter. That's what you've been saying lately about, for, for a long time, about Teslas. You've always wondered why there were so many one- or two-year-old Teslas
3: yeah, I saw, I saw over 100 of them go through one lane of the auction in Dallas, Texas last Wednesday.
1: Was the primary thing in in the uh, reason that EV buyers aren't as happy as gas buyers, the whole thing about range, and yes. like you talked about sitting in line to get to a charger?
3: It was all about range, lack of chargers, lack of flexibility, um, and I suspect from talking to listeners who have Tesla's that the quality of the car is an issue.
1: I, mean, I wouldn't have thought that when they first came out, they well, looked like they were space age.
3: Yeah. But I mean, they've come a long way, but the truth is their service centers by and large are horrible. Uh, people tell me horror stories about t- never, t- never being able to get the car back in less than two weeks at one of the Tesla service centers. And then when they get it back, they're dirty and filthy and not everything's fixed. I mean, they just, uh, I know people always think they want to buy direct from the manufacturer, but they don't understand the ins and outs of, of owning a car dealership. Like I did for many years. Uh, the thing that keeps and forget the last year, Forget the last two years. The thing that keeps car prices affordable is the competition between the dealers. When you're when you've got a manufacturer like Tesla that sells direct, there's no bargaining. There's no there's no process to make sure that you're satisfied. And that's one of the things that dealers do is they compete not only against each other for price all the time, which drives prices lower, but they compete to have the best service, so they get repeat business. It's much cheaper to get repeat business than it is to go out and advertise and pay to get somebody to come in your dealership. Much cheaper to to cater to your good customers that, you know, you, you took the time, you cared, you gave them a good deal. Yeah, you made a profit, but profit's not a dirty word. And when you're buying direct from the manufacturer, there's nothing to hold them accountable.
1: Nothing. Because Elon Musk ain't going to take your call.
3: Uh, No. And he probably won't answer your tweet. So, (laughs) you know, I know it sounds great. It's, It's like with CarMax. You know, people talk about what a great experience it is to buy from CarMax.
1: No haggle.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, trust me. You can get the same thing at a car dealership that's owned by someone, if you ask, if you pay their asking price.
1: It's yeah, you, you it's told simple. me a long time ago. If I wanted to get in and out of a car dealership quick, really quick, offered to pay sticker. Yeah, I had a guy
3: back in the '80s that was buying a new truck, and I was. Um, I was at a Ford dealership in Dallas and I was the general sales manager and sales I was in the sales office where the sales managers worked and, and one of the salespeople who I knew very well and trusted been with me a long time comes in and he says boy this is different and I said what and he goes this guy doesn't want a discount He wants to pay sticker price. And I said, well, he's drinking, you know? Yeah. Because at that time, nobody bought sticker. You know, it's not like today when the shortages, but he goes, no, he's serious. And I I laughed about it. And I said, let me go talk to this guy. And I walked in there and I sat down with him. And you could tell right off the bat, he's a really nice guy. And I said, I just want to verify what Joe is telling you. And Joe worked for me and his dad owned a car dealership in Dallas, believe it or not. But he'd rather sell cars for me than work for his dad. Okay. little side story. But the guy goes, yeah, that's right. Is that not going to work? I said, no, 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 that's going to work. I'm just, I, I've i been doing this a long time. And that's the first time somebody's asked to pay window sticker, and I gotta know why. I mean, I just so do know. I. My curiosity is killing me.
1: What did he t- What did he tell you?
3: He says it's real simple. If I come into the service department and I get a hassle, the first thing out of my mouth is, "I want you to know I paid window sticker for this car." And he says, "You'd be surprised how it changes attitudes." <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs>
1: well, it's a- okay, you're paying paying for that. Privilege, or
3: we shook hands and that was that. Wow, Teddy in Pasadena, California, you're up next. Thank you for calling.
0: Hi, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. I have two questions. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening and I heard the. God, it was about I don't know half an hour ago. You talked to a woman about the BMWs and mentioned that they have start having problems after eighty thousand. And I'm looking to buy an Audi, and I was wondering. BMW and Audi are owned by the corporate, same corporation. Essentially, is that the same case with the Audis? No,
3: it's not. And BMW, Audi's owned by Volkswagen, so they're not associated in any way. Um, but oh,
0: I thought they were all kind of owned no, by the same no. corporation.
3: Volkswagen. Volkswagen owns a lot of car companies, but not one. One of them's not Audi. I'm sorry. One of them's not BMW
0: not BMW okay Um,
3: they're they're not as expensive to work on and my experience with them is they don't give as many problems as they get close to that hundred thousand mile mark I've owned several Audis and honestly some of the better cars I've ever owned and I've had a lot of cars Um, they're good solid cars the interiors are fantastic Quality's good Uh, I would say you'll typically get 150,000 miles out of an Audi without a major problem.
0: Oh, that's good. And then my second question is, so have you driven – I'm looking – I'm debating between the Q4, which is the electric, and the Q5, and – but I don't know if you've had a chance to drive the Q4 cuz I don't think they've come out yet. But have you tried have you driven the Etron the later yes. version? I
3: have a review of the Etron GT at my website carpro.com. Had it just about 6 okay. weeks ago. Uh shot video oh, okay. with it. You, you, just put e-tron in the search box at the top right and it'll pull right up. It, it was a wonderful car. It was a wonderful car. Okay. Uh, and f-
0: so I'm. You're gonna get your hands on a Q4. I'm oh, sure. At some point, in
3: time, sure, no doubt. You don't know. Do you know when? I don't. They're not putting as many cars into the press fleet as they were, because they're using the chips on cars they can sell. So I'm. I tend to be getting them a little bit slower right now, but I will get it. Audi takes good care of me. In fact, Volkswagen as a whole takes good care of me. Um. But Google that sometime. It's interesting to see what what out, what Volkswagen owns because they're actually one of the largest car companies in the world. I appreciate the call, kiddo.
2: The Michael Jordan of car advice is the CarPro. Jerry Reynolds. Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777.
1: This is the Car Pro Show. My name's Kevin McCarthy. Jerry Reynolds is the Car Pro. He's the man that gives you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Let me ask you a blanket statement question.
3: Blanket statement question.
1: Okay. Is it safe to say that all the 2022s that are going to be built have been built? No. Nope.
3: Definitely not safe to say that.
1: How long will they continue to be built?
3: Until they run out of parts. For 2022s. And yep. nobody knows when that'll be. Now, if your question really is, are you, is, is everybody done ordering 2022s? Yes. Yeah. Th- that's done. That's um, over. Yeah. And the 2023s are, for most of them, you can place the order. You know, there's no way to know when you're going to get it. Uh, Ford this week, for those of you who, have thought about ordering a Maverick. You were supposed to be able to start that on Monday, but they pushed it back to the middle of September before you can order a 2023 Maverick. So that tells me they're still building 2022s. They've still got a lot of orders that they've committed to, and they're going to just run those on through until they start taking 2023
1: orders. So it's not going to be a big changeover at a certain point in time in the fall when all the manufacturers have.
3: No, it's staggered now yeah. because of parts. It's just that simple. Uh, Dave in Houston. Dave, thank you for holding, sir. How can I help you?
5: Thank you very much for the opportunity. I've appreciated your perspective all these years, Jerry. Um, Thank you. When I'm shopping for a car, it's like I'm shopping for health insurance. All the details gets my brain all balled up. So I appreciate your input. I've uh, had a few Camrys. Um, I'm looking for a sedan that's a, a good ride, decent mileage, and yet power when I need it. But but for you know seating five adults comfortably for a long distance, I put about twenty thousand miles a year on it and hold it for about seven years. You got any recommendations besides the camera? My, pre, my present car is a SC camera, a 2015 camera SC, and it's just too rough a ride. I didn't realize yeah. it would be that rough. It are, would have been miserable.
3: Are you, uh, are you trying to stay within a certain budget?
5: Well, uh, I don't know, 30000 or so. Um, I, I just don't know a lot of other uh, types of models. I did test drive a 21 uh, Kia k5 yeah um charge. it seemed pretty nice but again i don't know how to compare it you know as far as durability and, and all that kind of stuff yeah
3: well i would certainly look at the hyundai sonata it's a it's a great car i think it has a quieter quieter ride and a better a softer suspension system than the toyota camry um i don't think it'll go you know the two hundred and fifty thousand miles that a camry will go but you're not you don't typically keep a car that long. So you get the 10 year 100,000 mile word. I would certainly give that a look. Um, if you could find an Avalon from Toyota, the step up from the Camry, the ride is much improved in it. And so is the room. Uh, the back seat is just massive. The trunk is huge, just huge. So I'd give that one some thought, too. Now, Avalon is being discontinued, so I don't know how many new ones are out there right now. If you could find a one-year-old used one, it would certainly fit within the budget, and it's a great car. It's a really great car. Um, <clears throat> now,
5: my my uh, my Buick guy, and I'm actually east of Houston, uh, he said that they don't deliver uh, Buick Regals to the area?
3: No. Well... No, they, they, Regal's been gone a while. They don't, uh, in fact, Buick is out of the car business. They're, they're all SUVs now. So, you know, if, if you're not ready to make that transition over to an SUV, I would look hard at the Sonata and drive it. And and check out, check out and see if you can find an Avalon. Boy, that's a great car. It really is. And quality-wise, it's fantastic, and it drives great. Dave, thanks for calling.
2: CarPro USA is where you find out whether to keep your car or just give it a cigarette and a blindfold and be done with it. 1-800-926-7777.
3: Alex in Los Angeles, you've got the last word this hour. How can I help you, sir?
1: Hi, Jerry. I want to ask about your suggestion between a Toyota Venza and a uh, Subaru Forester. Uh, I have Buick now for my wife. That, uh, we're hoping to take advantage of the equity on, yeah, and uh, trying to figure out uh, when to pull the trigger.
3: If you listen to this show a lot, you know how much I love Subarus. I'm crazy about them. They're great mm-hmm. cars, and and they just got a, so many positives. However. In this case, the Forrester versus the Venza, I'd go with the Venza. And the reason is real simple really? 39 miles to the gallon. And you ain't going to come anywhere near that with the Forrester. And, you know, Toyota uh, quality, that, Toyota quality as a whole. I've got a review and, and video up at CarPro USA on the Venza. Just put Venza in the search box at the top, it'll pull right up. Uh, I was quite impressed not only with the fuel economy but with the features of it the safety features uh some of the some of the things that you know i had a built-in vacuum cleaner things like that things that toyota thought of to make this thing really something special and by the way uh, besides being a hybrid it's also all-wheel drive which i love because i I just think the drive and handle so much better than a non-all-wheel drive. So for those reasons, I'd go with the wouldn't wouldn't think back. I've got some good Toyota dealers at the website. Just click on Find Your Car Pro Dealer and uh, shoot them an email. Get your VIP certificate, and let's see what they can do for you. You're going to be on a waiting list. It's very popular, but if you put your name on one now, hopefully you could get it by the end of the year. I'm seeing Toyota's Speeding up just a little bit. I hope that helped you, Alex. I appreciate the call.
2: It's not hard to get Jerry Reynolds the CarPro to help you find your next vehicle. All you have to do is call CarPro USA, 1 800 926 7777.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw